guys, hello. <laughs> Look who's back! <laughs> I'm back. Val's back. It's it's like I never left, except we I missed you. We I missed you guys too. It, so I don't think I talked about this on the pod. I've been talking about it for a while, but I, for some reason, for I don't know, for all the reasons, packed up my car and drove back home <laughs> to New England as if I'm living in a fucking Hallmark movie. Um, <laughs> Let's remind everyone. Except Mel, in pandemic times. Yeah. Mel lives in LA. She drew, drew I live in LA. Los Angeles, but I'm from Maine and all my family is in Maine. So I drove from Los Angeles back to Maine. I'm in Portland, Maine right now in an Airbnb where I'm quarantining for 14 days before <laughs> I see my family. Um, but that is what is happening. So basically I followed a Hallmark plot line, although very fortunately i did not break down anywhere um i did not meet an a forbidden amish love in Jamaica. uh santa didn't grant any wishes along the way i don't know like there's so many things but now i'm in, in maine i could run into i don't know a high what, school sweetheart a junior high sweetheart at any minute yeah i'll meet his four kids i'm sure probably his wife (laughs) but 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 i'm happy to be here i miss you guys i'm sorry i left you behind but you know you know la is not a welcoming not welcoming in pandemic times la is challenging i'm glad you made it safely yeah we're glad that you made it and that you are feeling good and we'll get to see your family in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. that's good that's good probably gonna stay here through spring because <laughs> you know what we're never gonna see mel again yeah. it's, been nice. it's been nice knowing Maybe not. you mel. i know i mean we have this like rare re- opportunity where we're all working remote i don't know if opportunity is the right word but this rare occasion where we could technically be anywhere we so. could be anywhere Anyway, though, I, I missed the pod. I'm so sad I missed the one of the the most anticipated matchups that we had, which was the Nashville Christmas Carol and the Christmas House. So sad to not be there for it. Yeah, you yeah. missed a humdinger, as they say. <laughs> what did you think of those two, Mel? Well, so I just watched them back to back yesterday and... And I listened to the pod episode and I, I mean, I agree fully with all the choices you made. I'd have to say, I guess my main takeaway is the Christmas house. What a special, amazing, perfect movie. They really knocked it out of the park with that. It was so freaking cute. I cannot believe they had the gay couple kissing like, cause you never, you couldn't tell from the ads if they were going to go there and they did. They also held hands immediately. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, I loved the relationship between the brothers. Was I so know. sweet. Yes. Um, I love. I mean, I just thought it was great. I loved that we had Treat Williams as a Santa Claus. I love Treat Williams. I was a huge Everwood fan. I was like all of one fan that they had. But like, so how did you feel about Ryan's story about trolling Treat Williams on Twitter? I think it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought. I thought it was like dad joke enough. You know what I mean? It felt like dad totally. jokes. Totally. Yeah. Dad jokes at Treat Williams. And Treat Williams can handle it, you know? Yeah. Man has quite the long career. 
That's right. I just, I loved, I know you guys were talking about like how it started with that lawyer show, Handsome Lawyer, whatever, Handsome Justice. Handsome Justice. Mm-hmm. I was, when they wheeled out, when they, he was like, until we, we don't have any evidence until we searched your apartment and then they wheeled out <laughs> exhibit X, Y, like A, B, C, D, X, Y, Z. I was like, yeah. a solid joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, it started strong and it was truly amazing. I don't know. I loved it so much. The Christmas yeah. house. One of the brightest of the season, I think. For sure. Agree. And Nashville Christmas Carol, I liked it enough. Um, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's like I liked the concept. I liked the country stars, but then like the romance at the middle of it, I didn't really care enough about. Yeah. And that whole like where she got mad at him because he didn't immediately get her a job directing a music video. It's like he doesn't have that power. Like you got to let him get his foothold. I don't know. I thought her anger at him, like she felt too entitled. It, it felt misplaced. And um, there was definitely not enough Winona. I want I want Winona to be Thank the love you. interest in the movie. Like I want Winona to be the star of the movie. Hell yes. I mean I love Jesse Shrew, of course, but. Yeah, give Winona her lo- her own love story, please. I know. I feel like I've talked about this. I feel like I talk about this all of the time, but I worked on the Judd's E! True Hollywood Story. It was like one of my first, you know, production jobs or whatever. And their story is so bananas. Mm-hmm. We ever talked it's about crazy. it? It's crazy. And, I don't think not? we've ever talked about it, but we should. Can we just for a second, because I love telling the story, but I'm sure everyone's aware of it. So, so there's three Judd's. There's a mom, Naomi, and then there's Winona, and then there's Ashley, the two daughters. So Winona and Naomi had a singing group called the Judds, the Judds, a very prolific country duo, mother-daughter. So Naomi started it with Winona when Winona was very young. She was like a prodigy singer. And basically that became Winona's life basically like she's like basically a child star while Ashley gets to grow up normal and be a cheerleader and have normal life I mean the thing is though I wonder how much of my my stuff is skewed like I love Naomi Judd but it did seem like she's a bit of a narcissist and maybe kind of there was always that tinge of like did she use Winona to get her the singing career that she always wanted so flash forward to adulthood Winona Mm -hmm. finds out that she and Ashley do not have the same father that Winona has a totally different father that she has nothing. She knows nothing about Mm -hmm. that. Naomi was married before and Naomi was married very, very young and had Winona very, very young. And then they got divorced and she remarried and her new, her second husband raised the two of them as if they were both his own. So Winona finds out as an adult that she not only her father isn't her real father, but that Ashley has a totally different father and that they told Ashley that Winona had a different father when Ashley was in high school or junior high. So the, her, well, all of Winona's life, she was the only one in the family who did not know. Mm-hmm. And that is bananas. And that yeah. Is, and, that, and like that girl, that woman has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. And I want I her to have all of the things. I know. That's why I love her so much. I I think I said in the podcast, the last episode where we talked about Nashville Christmas Carol, I always root for Winona because yeah. she has not had an easy life. It also like 
did not help that Ashley then became arguably, well, not arguably, she became more famous than mm-hmm. her family. And, and, and Ashley's like, star. yeah, and Ash is like classically beautiful. Right. She's like the, she, you know, looked like a model. She's like the thin, tall, you know, movie. Yeah. She's a movie star. Yeah. So I always root for Winona. I'm right there with you. I cried every time she was on screen because I love her so much and I just want to hug her. I just want her to be okay. I do worry that Ashley got a bunch of crap later in life. Like all of oh, Ash, for sure. oh my gosh, like the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein basically like ruining her career. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I want Ashley to come back. I want her to have second wave Ashley. I want them to have, I mean, I know Ryan was like, oh, they're, you know, basically he was implying they're better than a Hallmark movie, but you know what? <laughs> Maybe just give it a try. Give it we'll all three, all three judges. Give it a try. Dip come on, Ashley. Just dip a toe. We could have all three Judds in a movie and man, would that be exciting? That would be exciting. So that was my, my Judd's, uh, detour my detour into Judville (laughs) (laughs) so you agree with our choice to put Christmas house through I I guess in conclusion I liked Nashville Christmas Carol but I did not love it Um, yeah but I want Winona I wish her the best of luck (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that's all the things I should we should we move on to so we're at our fifth matchup now which, which is we're more than halfway yep yeah, um, and this was a a big week because we had all those Thanksgiving premieres, so we had we had to narrow these down from quite a lot. Yeah, I can't keep up with them. I'm seeing commercials. I'm like, wait, Christmas charm bracelet? Has that always been a thing? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, I just feel like they're coming at us I know. fast right now. They um, are. I watched a ton of movies this week. Uh, I missed. So them. I think I think yeah. I'm caught up at least oh, on man. the Hallmark side. I'm caught up. Yeah. Really? I saw. Yeah. I saw an ad for a Lacey Chabert movie, and then the next day I saw an ad for a different Lacey Chabert yep, movie. Not yeah. doing either. She's into not oh doing gosh. either of them. <laughs> I well, the Christmas Waltz movie premiered last night, and I was fully expecting to hate it because Lacey has not been <laughs> my favorite yeah. as of late. I don't like her mystery series. She can be tough for me. The reaction for that movie has been really great on social media. Everyone really loved it. I liked it. Um, I think it is the best Lacey movie in years. Um, But I didn't love it like everyone else. Like it wasn't, people were like, this is amazing. Favorite movie of the season. I did not have that reaction to it. Um, But it was cute. And I did not know that Will Kemp is actually a dancer. Oh. Um, it was he was delightful they had great chemistry it was a good movie um so i was shocked that i did not hate it interesting erica's like i don't care i'm not watching no lacy movies uh, you know what i'll record it and then if i ever get around <laughs> to it i'll let you know <laughs> but i but i'm like mel like i cannot keep up like i watched as many as i could with the time that i had and it, it feels like it was a lot. I also kind of went on over to Netflix for a little bit, mm-hmm. um, which we can talk about later. But yeah, man, I just, they're, I can't even keep up. Like there's one on Monday from Lifetime. Like who's premiering movies on Mondays, you know? know. So it's yeah. crazy. I know. Crazy. And Lifetime added some new ones to the end oh, of the year. Oh, they did? So, I was wondering. Yeah. Cause yeah. 
Yikes. So many. It's never going to Our bracket end. will be done by then. And we usually just kind of pass out and yeah, try and recuperate um, towards the end of December. So we are essentially winding down. We're on the, we're on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a golf reference, Mel. Is it? I didn't know. I was thinking about yeah. it. The back nine. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that industry? Know? Yeah. <laughs> 18 holes on the back oh. nine. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> so what movie should we start with first? Which what? premiered first? I think Dear, Dear Christmas. Christmas did. Now, so Dear Christmas is a lifetime movie. Well, I have a synopsis here that will okay. take me one second to read. <laughs> Natalie makes a podcast, goes back home for Christmas to meet Jack, a local firefighter. Oh my God. That is the, I, <laughs> that is the IMDb synopsis. That's hilarious. That's, that's it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's it. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, I would argue that he's, I wouldn't have picked firefighter. I would have picked, I don't know, glass he has blower. Many things. Yeah. Tow truck man. <laughs> Well, let's dive into this movie because okay. I'm dying to talk to you guys about so it. So this is Melissa Joan Hart directed, right? Is that true? I feel like it is. Did she? Um, I screamed laughing when Jason Priestley was introduced in this yes. movie. Yes. And yes. he pulled up in that white truck and the slow-mo hit as he opened the door. And <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And they have like the jazzy rendition of "We Wish, Wish You a Merry Christmas." That was a plus. Yeah, that, that scene was a plus. Like yeah. I died. I also still think that Jason Priestley is a heartthrob. I will love him till the day I die. I think. Like, yeah, he's. Dreamy. I just love him. I was. I would add. I was. I'm not prepared to be in the time in my life where Jason Priestley has eye wrinkles. I know. That threw me. I was like, no, we're not here yet. We're not he, here yet. He has definitely aged, but aged like a fine wine. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. still. So from that moment on, I was just in on this movie. I really liked her parents. Um, I thought it was really funny. I, I mean, I really liked this. I thought it was, it felt very um, like in on the joke of these yeah. movies and I really appreciated that. I laughed a lot. I love that they kept running into each other. I thought that was so funny. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I was 100% in on this one. Yeah. I Sometimes I go back and forth with Melissa Joan Hart. And I want to say I've, I've loved her when I was, obs- I was obsessed with Clarissa Explains It All. That was my show. I loved it so much. I wanted to be her. And then I never really did the Sabrina, the teenage witch stuff. And then once she's in some of these movies, sometimes I go back and forth. Like I just keep thinking of that one with Mario Lopez, which was a disaster, yeah. a lifetime one a few years ago. <laughs> the toys, the one with oh, toy stores. It was awful. Toy stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awful. But I really enjoyed her in this movie. I, I also loved her parents. I loved her family. Like I loved the sister. I thought the sister was great. Can we talk about her sister's pregnant belly, though? I know. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. That looked like yeah. a basketball under a shirt. Like, they were not even trying. Yeah, they were not even trying. trying. No. Well, I mean, I guess they were just trying to make her as big as possible because she was about to pop. <laughs> it was insane. But, 
And she says shirt that says Santa baby. I'm like, isn't that sexual? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I appreciated that there were two montages in here that we've really never seen. Mm. One, a cocktail, holiday cocktail montage, which nice to see it different from cookies and gingerbread houses. Mm -hmm. And then two, a glass blowing montage. (laughs) Yeah. Which let me, let me bring this up for one second. I did my senior, one of my senior projects in college, I did like a piece about glass blowing. So I went to the studio and I followed this person around and they made like a whole goblet and I followed the process. I find it interesting that what they did not include in this montage is the unsexy blowing part. Yeah. You got to blow with all your might. You do. And it's disgusting. Like spits going everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like you're turning how- purple. <laughs> it's not cute. And as soon as they started, I was like, oh man, how are they going to go around this? Well, they clearly went around it. But you know, I thought that was like a, a cute you know, you got to see a process, something different than what yeah. we always freaking see, you know? And they were trying hard to make it like, like, like romantic. You're like, yeah, oh, they're, ho- yeah. they're both holding the stick at the same time. I, <laughs> I know, I know. Look at that turning that, you know? Yeah. Um, I also loved my quick little cameo of Hillary Burton. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amazing. Um, I wanted more from her, even just in that little clip She's just so natural to me. Mm-hmm. It's she's not great. even like she's acting. I just love her so much. Um, and I also felt like there was really no stakes in this movie. No. Yeah, like, none. There was no deadline. There was no job opportunity. There was no, um, you know, something on the line, which was interesting. And I didn't really miss that. Yeah, like, I was fine that. without it. You know, when the sister went to labor, that was kind of like a situation. But I kind of, I kind of enjoy, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was different. And I think at the end I wrote, like, I liked it and I didn't love it though. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's also because I'm comparing last week now, you know, when you have such a heavy hitter week, yeah, it's hard to um, come back down, but no, I, I enjoyed it. I also thought did they kind of, were they kind of referencing the, the virus COVID? Like, in the way of that, she drove from Chicago to Tahoe. <laughs> yeah. And then the hearts sure didn't, like didn't, didn't stop once, apparently. No. <laughs> and then the hearts, the hearts were for yeah, uh, medical workers. So mm-hmm. in a way, I felt like that was like a little nod. To like it. a little nod. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of it, but that could That's be true. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I also laughed when she got danced late and I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't want to show a dance well every single every single party, party was off camera yeah, you didn't see the party yeah and the restaurant was closed for a party that hadn't started yet you know when she was like oh yeah to drop off this gift basket it was like all right they are they aren't taking any chances like i mean they weren't having a christmas house crawl like the yeah <laughs> um so the director was actually emily moss wilson it was not melissa joan hart sorry melissa joan hart Sorry, Emily Moss Wilson. Um, did you guys like the name of the donut shop that they got donuts from? Glazed and confused. Yes, I love that was it. cute. I love it. Very cute. I I so this movie to me reminded me of the Melissa Joan Hart Lifetime movie we had last year, where it was like a hotel or whatever, right? It, in the way that it was like bananas, like it was very wacky. Mm-hmm. It was wacky, and a lot of like really random kind of crazy things were happening. But this one. To me, the jokes landed more, I felt. Mm-hmm. Like the pregnancy belly thing was crazy. But then when, you know, when the guy comes over to help her, where Jason Priestley is helping her with a tree 
and then they're like motioning to each other about him and he's like you know i can see and hear you and then when yeah. he leaves and she turns around and she just sees the belly peeking out yeah <laughs> that was cute i was like that's funny it's a solid joke and um i there's a montage that you left out which was the i'm fine yeah, i'm montage. fine montage. oh yes yes fine and then she's like looking in the mirror i'm fine i was, it was like that's great I was laughing so hard when she made when she decorated the snowman cookie with a frowning face and then bit the head off and was like I'm fine I love that (laughs) something that I mean something interesting about this movie was they really only had eight actors in it like total like eight Mm -hmm. like they had the people submitting videos which was you know they probably just had had actual married couples or whatever for actors that were hired to appear next to each other there was maybe eight and that's that's counting mute hank from hr you know oh my like, gosh <laughs> who was who, that guy who was oh, that guy hank. i mean clearly he doesn't have a sag card because he had no. did not say one word is that like something that people like if you don't have a screen actors guild member like if you're not a member of the screen Actors, if you're a member of the union then you can't speak on camera so I don't know, but Robin Givens deserved better than Hank from HR. It was confusing to me. I was like, is Hank someone that's like in her real world bubble? And then therefore that's why he was cast. And then like, why was she like, I found true love five minutes ago? Yeah. I don't know. But it takes forever. I don't know. <laughs> and it, and that was like the big drama moment where she was like, oh no, true love actually does take forever. And Jason Priestley and I have fallen in love almost immediately. And it's like, yeah, but every other story you heard before this people falling in love immediately i know i know your parents your sister when she said that i was like don't listen to your boss and mute hank like no mute (laughs) hank (laughs) that's what you that's what i call them it's like i did i did like the sisters like ongoing tax story (laughs) like i was like played as like this boring story i don't know and i liked all of them her parents and her sister i guess her brother-in-law that also had like maybe three lines (laughs) yeah and I also appreciate that at the end he did not give her an engagement ring it was just a ring that was weird to me though I'm like it was it was why bother with a ring if it's yeah an ugly ring I mean maybe they didn't need it but if it was going to be an engagement ring I was going to be so pissed it's almost like they were maybe like what Dory was saying they were like winking to the movies where they're like right yeah, it's like of course in these movies you get a ring but i'm not gonna go there because it's insane we know that's insane yeah but yeah it's anyway cute. dear christmas cute like liked it more than i thought i would yeah same yeah. same so what was the next one i didn't even uss christmas right correct uh, hallmark movies, movies and mysteries yes Maddie, a reporter for a Norfolk newspaper, <laughs> embarks on a tiger cruise during Christmas time where she meets a handsome naval officer and stumbles upon a mystery in the ship's archive room, starring Jen Lilly, Trevor Donovan, and Barbara Niven. Do you guys know personal info about Jen Lilly? Mm. Like, have you ever looked her up? I know she was on The Young and the Restless, and she is a huge foster care advocate. Yes. Yes. So the first shot I saw of her, she had blonde hair. And I was like, oh, I don't think I like her in blonde hair. And then I was like, wait, is she always been a blonde? No, I remember seeing her dark hair. So then I went to her Instagram page. And as I was on her Instagram page, I just took a deep dive. And she has adopted two boys who are brothers. So she adopted, she fostered 
fostered one little boy and then that led to an adoption. And then I don't know like if it was, you know, a different dad, whatever, but that same mom had another son Mm -hmm. and she ended up fostering that baby and then she adopted the second one. So I just think that's the sweetest thing. Like she did this so those boys, those brothers could stay together. And I just think that's so amazing and so touching. And you could just tell that she has like so much love to give on her Instagram page. And then they ended up having their own daughter. So they have three kids and it's just the cutest story. I just love that. So then I felt bad about not liking her hair. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. Yes. And I do, you know, it's wonderful that she has done all this great work. But I do like it when she's got the short, dark hair. I know. Like she didn't mingle all the way. Yeah. Yeah. No Um, shade. You're beautiful either way. Yeah. I I like this movie. I, when I see Trevor Donovan, though, I cannot help but look at him as a gay man. Because that's who he played in the new 90210. His character was gay. Yes. And he was always struggling with it. You know, like oh. cause he was like the, he was like the football player and then later, you know, had these feelings and was afraid to like come out. And so every time I look at him, I think like that's him in real life, but it's obviously not. So I just feel like sometimes when I see him like, you know, romancing a woman, I'm like, what? Teddy, get out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not right. But then I have to like snap myself back. I mean, any, I know this wasn't like hardcore pushing military Mm-hmm. But I just, any military movie always gets me. And so it may, you know, makes me always think of like these sailors are away from their family on Christmas. It's nice if they do these kind of things. So I didn't really take too many notes. I think I was just kind of watching it. I don't know. I, I thought it was cute. I mean, again, I wasn't blown away, mm-hmm. but you know, I liked it. I like a guy in uniform. Right. So wait, did we read the, so, not, so this was Jen Lilly's and yeah, we did, right? She's a newspaper reporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she goes to visit her sister, who is a oh, fighter pilot. pilot. Fighter, yeah, pilot, fighter pilot. Yeah. Like I thought, the thing with like the the tiger cruise, which is, calling it a tiger cruise is very confusing. Confusing, but, yes. But um, the whole tiger cruise thing is really interesting. Like, can you imagine how just unique that experience must be? Yeah. To be on that aircraft carrier and watch those play. You know, I don't know. I it's thought a it was civilian. Yeah, that must yeah. be so cool. Um, I know. So then she's trying to solve a mystery of, or not even really a mystery. She finds an old journal about a sailor that has fallen in love with a USO dancer. So then she's like, once again, we're watching, you know, I'm going to publish a Christmas love story in the newspaper and everyone's going to love it. I thought it was fine, but I also was kind of bored. So mm-hmm. that's my... Like, I love the parts on the aircraft carrier, but the mystery itself, to me, didn't feel all that compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, the mystery, I thought, was really weak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of the reason we picked this is because we enjoy a mystery. And, and the army, who are veterans, yeah. Right, right. And the mystery was just weak. Like, by the time... When she had the epiphany, like, oh, I'll look up and ama- uh, I'll look for a marriage announcement. I was like, I gotta, we gotta wrap this up. Like, mm-hmm. just, it just wasn't to me, like, that. it wasn't even really a mystery, like Mel was saying. They were just trying to kind of, like, hopefully find this guy. I don't know. It just, 
the mystery was weak. I liked the two of them together. I liked that he was kind I like that they called him the Grinch and he was super grumpy at first. I liked this one. I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was fine. You know, I had some concerns coming into this podcast because I thought both of these movies were like, to me, there wasn't a major standout. I agree. And when I finished both of them, I was just kind of like, okay, both of those were nice, but there were some other really good movies this past week, like the Thanksgiving premieres. And I'm like, damn, did we pick wrong again? Oh, no. (laughs) Because, you know, we just pick wrong sometimes based on synopsis. Well, if you if you had if you had to choose between the two, what would you choose? I would choose Dear Christmas because I was more entertained throughout. Yeah, I would. Um, I think that's what I would pick. What about you, Erica? I mean, honestly, I probably go with Dear Christmas. But I like if you guys would have both picked one or the other, I'm glad you didn't because I don't want to be a tiebreaker because I don't lean either way, to be honest with you. Yeah. I guess like our winner would be Dear Christmas, but like Dory mentioned, were there some other heavy hitters on this week? Because I haven't had a chance to really watch anything because I've been driving. So I'm going to be honest with you. I would have picked any of the Hallmark premieres this week over Dear Christmas. What are some of Um, those you've seen? I watched The Christmas Waltz. One. Oh, you would pick about. Lacey. You would pick Lacey over Dear Christmas. Yeah, I would. Whoa. I, I watched. I watched Good Morning Christmas with I Alice Good and Morning Sweeney. Christmas. Yeah. I would pick that one. I'd over. pick that one over. Yep. There was the um, Paul Five Campbell Star one. Christmas okay. with um, Bethany Joy Lenz about a family. Their dad turns their childhood house into an Airbnb and he does not an Airbnb, a and b And he doesn't tell them. And they come home and there's a sign outside their house that says like bed and breakfast. And they're like, dad, why did you turn our house into a bed and breakfast? And he's like, oh, I'm just trying this. And then a reviewer comes. And so they don't want to, they don't want to seem like the B&B is empty, which it is because their father doesn't even have a website up for his place so one of the brothers and his wife pretend to be guests and the rest of the siblings pretend to like work there like one sister pretends to be the cook another bethany joy lenz's character pretends to be like the you know manager i guess grandpa is checking people in grandma comes a few days not a few days a few hours late and like she pretends to be a guest and she puts on this ridiculous accent and you know they're all just acting and playing their parts very fun definitely would have put it over dear christmas um i also watched christmas by starlight with paul campbell and kimberly sustead great funny hilarious amazing would have put it over (laughs) dear christmas um you know there were some really good offerings did you watch any other lifetime ones did you watch the one that's like people presents or has that even aired yet i think that airs tonight okay i watched half of merry little christmas uh i just or merry little wedding or merry little wedding sorry a merry little christmas wedding i only watched half of it i just couldn't i couldn't um not because i didn't want to but just i just didn't have enough time um i thought it was cute i mean it's just full of energy and I just like Kelly Rowland is just so beautiful it's not even funny but I love all her surrounding characters like the sisters back and she's hilarious I liked it so far I don't know how it ends but 
I mean, I could figure how it ends, but basically what happens <laughs> is, you know, she has this wedding planner and then her family starts meddling and like, you know, complaining that she has this white wedding to the wedding planner and he like up and quits and takes all the vendors with him, which would never happen. But then now the family is, is like scrounging to make this wedding happen. So like the sister goes out into the woods to find pine cones to make, you know, centerpieces and the the mom's cooking and like, it's just, it's kind of random, but um, it's cute so far. I mean, I'll have to finish it. I mean, it's so hard because it is so hard. Really early synopsis is we haven't seen any promos and we just gotta, you know. We're, the other we're... problem is like, who knew that the quality on Hallmark and Hallmark movies and mysteries would be so much better this year than it has mm-hmm. in previous years? Like, we could not have predicted that. I'm sorry. Like, there no. is usually by now at least three Hallmark movies that we hated and that we thought yeah. were terrible. That just hasn't happened. Yeah, and there's been some that I'm like. right but are there any that you have like hated like do you remember when we watched that stupid i don't think we even talked about it on the podcast we might have (laughs) talked about it on hallmarkies mel that stupid christmas movie where they are in like lake tahoe or whatever yeah yeah and it was like the first christmas oh my god and it was terrible I was yeah, thinking this the, the antique other day. store. It was terrible. I was thinking because Brooke D'Orse, right? That's her name, right? And she's in, you know, Godwink 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, like, God, she's had a bad run because there was that nostalgic Christmas where she's whittling Santas that was so boring. <laughs> and they were like <laughs> replaying it constantly at the beginning of the season. And then before that, she was in that one where she made terrible wreaths. Remember that? Where she was like, oh, yes. terrible wreaths. And then yeah. she was like hanging them in some guy's hotel room, like breaking into this. It's been a bad run for her. So I really, I haven't watched the entire Godwink, but I really hope the Godwink is a, is a good one for her. I liked it. It's good. Um, but yes, yes, I do remember those terrible movies. So yes, there has not been any besides the Lifetime movie that I have felt what was the Lifetime movie? Um, the Yule Log? The Yule, Yule, Yule Blog Log? Yeah, Yule yeah. Blog Log, whatever the hell that yeah, was. Yeah, that one I I didn't enjoy just as much, but that's the only one. And it was Lifetime, so mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. There's a good, There's a, it's been a bumper crop year for Hallmark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next week we have a really good matchup too. Which one is the, are those? It's, it's Christmas in Evergreen 4, which I yes. saw the... It was it bells are ringing and i saw did you see the, the promo i did they said antonio's name i know was so he exciting. got a moment he got a moment and um christmas ever after on lifetime with the broadway oh, yeah. star that i'm excited yes. about yeah yeah that should be a really good week yeah i'm kind of bummed that we had these two movies but it's just so hard to predict. And you know what? Just like a March Madness bracket, you never know when your team is going to disappoint you, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, can I tell you who's the winner in my heart of the movies I watched this week? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, baby. <laughs> Christmas Chronicles 2 <laughs> on Netflix. I did you love it? it. Oh, I did. And because there's more Goldie this time. Oh, yes. He plays Mrs. Claus. 
and it's just so cute and I just loved it and my husband loved it and I mean because he's in love with Kurt Russell literally he's in love with him literally called him handsome called him handsome and said and then like sometime the next day there was some Capital One commercial where John Travolta plays Santa I don't know if you've seen it but my husband was like nope Kurt Russell should be the only Santa (laughs) (laughs) screw you John Travolta <laughs> uh, so I recommend going to see that. I also watched um, Jangle Christmas. What was Jingle it? Jangle? Jingle Jangle Jangle yeah. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. I only remember Jingle Jangle because it was the name of like a drug on Riverdale. What's so funny? What's so funny about that? You think I was saying like Django Unchained or something? Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. I, I meant Jangle, but I forgot it was Jingle Jangle. Whatever. Uh, that was fun. I love a good musical, and I thought the music, the music was great, and I thought the dancing was amazing. Ooh. So I really enjoyed it. I finally watched uh, Holiday that you guys watched before. Oh yeah, did you like I, it? I loved it. It was funny. Yeah, wasn't yeah. it good? She was very relatable. I'm like, God. I shouldn't be relating to like a 20 whatever year old girl, but I felt the same way. But uh, I was like, this is, this is Emma. What's her name? Emma. Emma Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts, you know, most uh, relatable role. (laughs) Her most Mm -hmm. charming role. And I watched um, the happiest season on Hulu. Oh, how's that? That's great. That's great. I highly recommend that. I mean, that's like not classic, Hallmark holiday, you know, it's not like, you know, we're baking cookies and making snow angels, but it does, you know, it's very, it's good. I highly, that's the one where uh, Kristen Stewart goes home with her girlfriend, but her girlfriend is not out to her parents yet. So she has to like pretend to be the roommate. And then she's also just kind of like witnessing this kind of really crazy uptight family Mm -hmm. dynamics. And then she's watching her girlfriend kind of like slip into this like this old life where she was pretending to be something she's not I don't know it's it's great and Dan Levy is in it and he's awesome oh I love him what a week what a week I know um should we do a quick recap though of where we're at and which movies have gone through yeah Um, no I'm not so on our for our first matchup we had Jingle Bell Bride versus Christmas Unwrapped Jingle Bell Bell Bride went through. Then we had Mel's favorite, the Christmas Yule blog versus Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater went through. Next, we had Christmas in Vienna go up against the Christmas Doctor. Christmas Doctor went through, right? Yes. Then we had a Nashville Christmas Carol versus the Christmas House. The Christmas House went through. And now we have Dear Christmas versus USS Christmas with Dear Christmas going through. So those are the winners so far. We only have three weekends left. Mm-hmm. So can I tell you that I made my bra- I filled out a bracket before we started this. I totally forgot to. What did you? What did you? What I, sh- I should have. I should have shared. But right now I am four for five. Oh, wow. nice! What's Which the one? only one yeah. that you missed? The, the only one I missed was I actually put Christmas Unwrapped advancing over Jingle oh, Bell Bride. It's right off the beginning. Yeah, but everything else, everything else, I have predicted correct um, based on what we pick. And you want to know who I have going all the way? Hell yeah! I have the Christmas House going oh. all the way. 
My Very final two, choice. my final two are actually Dear Christmas versus The Christmas House. Hmm. Oh. So we will see. We will see. So yeah. who did you have, who did you pick for next weekend? Christmas and Evergreen Bells Are Ringing versus Christmas Ever After. I picked Christmas and Evergreen. Oh. Yes. Well, we shall Very see. Very exciting. Yes, yeah. we shall see. Alrighty. Yay, guys. We'll be back next week and be talking more Hallmark and Lifetime. Bye. Bye. Bye.